Washed up, boy. To the Washed Up Ladies and Gents, welcome back to the 13th episode of the Washed Up Boys. I'm KG, and I'm flying solo tonight. My co-host C. Rose had something pop up, so he couldn't join me tonight. But that's all right. We'll get back with him next week. So before we get into the intro, we have the homie Rich stopping by to hang out this evening. So we discussed the aspect of becoming a step-parent a few shows back, as C. Rose gave us some insight to that. So Rich is going to give us another angle to this. He came into a relationship with a kid from a previous partner. Now this relationship has turned into a wonderful marriage. Shout out to his wife, Brittany. So we're going to deep dive a little into his journey on finding a partner that loved him and his daughter and how he was able to successfully bloom this relationship. So normally on this part of the show, my brother and I, we'd rap about what we did on the weekend. So I'm going to keep it rolling. Uh, it was a good weekend. I took a few days off to celebrate my daughter's first birthday. Uh, my wife and I took her to SeaWorld in San Antonio, and she had a ball. She was clapping loudly during the quiet parts of all the shows. Uh, she got soaked by Shamu's offspring. Uh, we had a good time. Uh, once we got back to the hotel, we uh, just sat back and watched all these videos of the Milk Crate Olympics. Um, and this might have more people in the hospital than COVID right now. I'm surprised these people are taking part in it, but I appreciate the content and the good laughs. A few news headlines related to COVID this week. Uh, the FDA sent out a tweet imploring people to stop self-medicating against COVID-19 with a drug called Invermictin. Invermictin is typically given to livestock for deworming purposes, uh, but enough people have been taking it recently that the FDA and Mississippi State uh, epidemiologists have issued warnings. The fact that people would rather take stuff like this over a vaccine is insane to me. I'm not knocking anyone that doesn't want to take the vaccine. Freedom of choice, live with the consequences and all that jazz. But if you're going to resort to stuff like this, then you know what? Don't even waste the vaccine, dog, because you're RSVPing your way up out here anyway. Now, even former President Donald Trump can't be the Pied Piper to get the southern states to take the vaccine. He recently was booed at his rally in Alabama after he told the crowd to get vaccinated. Wild stuff. To Europe, anything to hit us, but they say in South Korea, they're doing so well. South Korea is being decimated right now. India is doing so well. India is being decimated right now. We did a great job on that. The ventilators, the equipment that we got, the cupboards were all bare. Everything that we did. And then we developed a vaccine, three vaccines in three months, in nine months. And actually, I'll tell you, it was three days less, three days less than nine months. And it's great. And you know what? I believe totally in your freedoms. I do. You got to do what you have to do. But I recommend take the vaccines. I did it. It's good. Take the vaccines. But you got. No, that's OK. That's all right. You got your freedoms. Damn, never thought I would have seen the day that Trump gets booed below the Mason-Dixon line. But here we are. And lastly, Delta, the airline company, is slapping a $200 monthly surcharge on the health insurance premiums on its unvaccinated employees starting November 1st. Delta has stated that all of its employees who've been hospitalized due to COVID were not fully vaccinated. 
and the average COVID-related hospitalization has cost the company about $50,000 per person. Yikes. I hope that isn't reflected in my future ticket prices. Hell no! But all of that is getting exhausting, man. So another news headline on a different subject. OnlyFans has backpedaled faster than Deion Sanders, originally saying that they would start banning sexually explicit content in October uh, due to having troubles attracting investors. They changed course after receiving backlash from some of the top performing adult entertainers. So rest assured, your content will still be on OnlyFans. Well, let's take a quick break before we get into these deep dives. Be right back. All right, and we're back. So let's get into this culture talk. A few weeks ago, Kiwan Dukes, a freshman wide receiver from Johnson C. Smith University, has become the first HBCU athlete to ink an endorsement deal as he signed with Bojangles. Now, I'm happy that the young brother will get a few dollars in his pocket, but the elephant in the room can't be ignored. Black athlete, fried chicken, and Bojangles. Those five words together are uncomfortable. But am I being too sensitive? Now, I want to reiterate, I'm not coming down on the young brother. Hey, get your money. I'm just wondering if one of these old heads then get in his ear and put him on some game about what Bojangles represents. Blackface, menstrual shows, fried chicken stereotypes. Maybe use a promo pic with a Bowberry biscuit instead of a chicken sandwich. I don't know. You just have to be careful and aware with things like this because, as you know, all money isn't worth it. It could possibly mess up future deals or just give you a bad look that you unfortunately won't ever be able to shake. You also don't want to open yourself to being made a mockery of. Just something to think about. So that means it's time for the Man Cave Chronicles. So my brother C. Rose came up with this next topic. I'm sure by now you all have seen a video of a gentleman uh, watching a Pittsburgh Steelers game. Uh, he gets in an argument with a lady. She strikes him. He uh, he wants to hit her, but he holds back. And then he turns his attention to the gentleman that the lady's with. They get in a scuffle, knocks him out clean in his seat. Um, so my brother came up with the question, what do you think is the appropriate way to respond if a woman puts her hands on you and you being a male? Would it be wrong to protect yourself at all costs? So I'm going to be flat out honest. There is no win for a male in a situation like this. I've seen where a man just sits there, takes a hit, and then gets ridiculed because he got beat up by a woman um, or gets clowned on, joked about. I've seen where a man strikes back, which I definitely would say is a no-no, but he's automatically considered a woman beater, no matter what the situation was. And he's doing jail time. I think that the proper response is that you should just remove yourself from the situation ASAP. I've heard some people say that, that you should probably call the cops first so that once the cops arrive, if you're the one who made the call, they're less likely to be aggressive towards you. Um, as a black male, I probably would not recommend that. But I'm also understanding of men that hold to restrain or maybe, you know, give a, a slight push to get some, you know, separation, some room between him and uh, a lady. Um, but this is a tough one, man. The The advice that I would definitely give my son is 
get away quickly uh, from the situation, turn your cell phone, get the recordings to prove that, you know, you are not the aggressor um, because you're at a disadvantage here. Uh, it's a crappy situation, man, but I would definitely say don't just sit there and take a hit either. Um, some of these ladies have hands and you can get knocked out. So just remove yourself from the situation. If this is a relationship, don't go back. It is over. It's time to move on. This is family business. So my guy, Rich, welcome to the show, my brother. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely, man. Thanks for stopping by, giving us a few minutes today. So we asked you to come on the show because you have a story that I find hella fascinating. Um, just to give a quick synopsis, uh, you have a cool-ass daughter from a previous partner. Uh, that relationship didn't work all the way out, but it opens the door to a relationship with your now wife. And uh, you two have been together for almost a decade now. So we yeah. wanted to hear your story, ask a few questions of how you, you know, found a partner that not only loved you, but your daughter as well. So when we get into this, if you don't mind, just kind of give us a quick rundown of your previous relationship and, you know, becoming a father and all that. Yeah, so uh, shortly after graduating high school, I was, you know, going to school at Val State, like we like to call it, at Valencia. Uh, <laughs> And uh, just like working part time job at Universal, your boy was a Jurassic Park game warden. (laughs) 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 And uh, my daughter, Haley, her mom, she was already at that ride. Mm. And, you know, you you think of Universal, Disney, you think of these places as kind of like super family friendly, but like on the employee side, man. It, it, it's almost it's almost a college atmosphere and instead yeah. of like frat houses you have rides or like oh i'm gonna holla at that girl that works at hulk tonight at the party <laughs> you know you always go to a party at a party a couple nights a week you know we end up meeting at the job while we worked and then we ended up you know seeing each other outside of work at a couple of parties one thing led to another and you know obviously at 19 20 years old you're not planning on having a kid anyone mm. tells you otherwise is lying <laughs> absolutely you know so she got pregnant pretty early on and even mm. though we weren't an item or anything like that you know being involved in the life of a child i bring into this world regardless of you know my relationship with the mother is something that i was never questioned Word up. so once found out that she was pregnant we were like all right well we'll give this the old college try make mm-hmm. it official mm-hmm. you know you're my girl. I'm your man. We'll, we'll make this work. Yeah. You know, she, uh, she was already a mother, actually. And oh. She, yeah. So Haley's got two older brothers okay. on her mom's side. And she was, she, was living, she was living with her parents. So, you know, Haley's grandparents. And mm. because Haley was the third kid, mm. grandma and grandpa was like, all right, you need to figure this out on your own. You need to get up out of here. <laughs> right, right. Damn, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. Wow. She, you know, she's only a couple years older than me, so I'm twenty. Oh. She's twenty-two. So basically, her only other option was like, you know, was her grandma mm. who lives all the way up in Alabama. I kind of had to quickly make a decision. It's like, all right, am I am I gonna? Like I said, I, I was going to be involved one way or another. So it was like, am I going to be a long distance dad and do the best I can from down here? Mm-hmm. Or am I going to uproot my life, go up to Alabama and hope it works? And yeah. chose the latter, you know, okay. so went up there, moved in with her grandma. Mm-hmm. But it was it was a small town. 
Like, yeah, I'm talking one one traffic light. That's Ooh. that's just just the that's just the hazards light. It's not even the red light. <laughs> oh lord. <laughs> <laughs> What you know, the, the type of place where it's like, oh, where are you going? Into town. <laughs> that's, that's the description, you know. Right, right. But uh it's just, you know, it, it was it was hard to find consistent work up there. You know, I, I, I had a little bit of experience in like construction, do little mm-hmm. odd jobs that I did with a, a friend of mine. His dad had a, a company. So at least I had that experience. I wasn't rolling up into a small town being like, yeah. I know how to work a ride. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> what can I do for you? Yeah. <laughs> because I couldn't find anything consistent, it was just kind of like, I was like, man, I, I got to make an executive decision. Like, we need to go yeah. back. Yeah. So pretty much, as you know, we I think we were up there a little bit more than six months. Okay, well, but, that's, you gave it a hell of a try. Then. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, as soon as she was medically clear, we mm-hmm. were like, all right, let's come back to Orlando, bigger yeah. city, more opportunities. Right. I think total we were together for like a year and a half, two years. So, okay. Yeah. You know, we really tried, but relationship just fell apart eventually. Right. So I, I, I basically had to learn how to be a single dad at, you know, 21, 22. I had her mom's help, of course. But like yeah. once we split up and we weren't living together. When Haley's with me, I'm a single dad. Yeah. I need to learn how to cook. I better mm-hmm. keep this house clean. <laughs> right, right. I gotta learn all of that. Yeah. But uh, you know, it was it was rough. Yeah. You know, being a kid in your early twenties, working hospitality jobs, mm-hmm. not making anything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And trying to grow up. Really, I had to kind of flip that switch from party mode to dad mode real quick. I give you big props, man, as uh, someone who's in the early 30s and recently had their first child. It's hard as hell now. I cannot imagine yeah, at 2021 <laughs> trying to get this done. So kudos to you, bro. I appreciate it. So after that relationship, you know, you're now a father. Did you have any hesitation about dating or getting into another serious relationship? You know, a serious relationship, definitely. Mm-hmm. But as a 22 year old kid, kid <laughs> you, you're gonna want to get out. Ain't nothing stopping this train. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it, you know, it helped that you know Haley was splitting time between me and her moms. Mm-hmm. So you know, the week that she was with me, it was 100% dad mode. I wasn't going out. I wasn't, right. you know, and, and this was before online dating so oh yeah, yeah. I, i'm not even swiping on tinder <laughs> right right I'm, I'm not going out so i'm not meeting people it's just 100 percent it. dad mode yeah but uh when she was with her mom then at least i had the opportunity to go out mm-hmm. chill with people that i worked you know met through work mm-hmm. and actually had somewhat of a dating life but mm-hmm. you know n- nothing serious because i just i didn't want to bring a person just Come on into this situation right now. You ready to be a stepmom? Let's do this. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So is Haley first grandchild on your on your side? No, I have an okay. older sister. Okay, who had a daughter. So Haley is the second grand. Well, I, I, I've got two older like half brothers technically, oh, but you. you know I've okay. always called them just brothers. Really, I so one you, of them yeah. has a couple of kids. Okay. but he was always kind of he was mostly like with his mom growing up. So. Okay. I, I didn't spend a lot of time like you know my, my mom didn't spend a lot of time with them. So like Haley is like my mom's second grandbaby, really. Okay, then. So you you yeah. know you had some help, I guess. If yeah, push yeah. Up. yeah, that's cool, man. Exactly. So 
so you find your now wife. Um, kind of go into how you guys met, and then how does that conversation go when you tell her, you know, I'm a parent? Well, we uh, both worked at the same hotel for mm-hmm. a while. Okay. Actually, never met while we were working. We were just kind of in two separate worlds. I was in like uh, the back office world, and she was mm-hmm. up at the at the bar. She was a bartender, I think. Okay. Um, but we kind of ran with the same circle of friends. Uh, you know, the whole crew, early to mid twenties group of people that worked at the hotel. Everybody was friendly. Um, so never met in person while I actually worked there, but then we ended up actually meeting face to face at just like a mutual friends pool party. Oh, okay. So, you know, she, she got to see the goods. She like, <laughs> you know? Hey man, who can resist? <laughs> but uh, yeah. And then it was just, I can't even remember exactly how it came up. It might've just been, you know, a, a friend, just, just kind of in casual conversation with someone else. And she happened to be there, you know, I think they just asked, Oh, how's Haley doing, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, so she was just there and she was like, Oh, okay. He's got a kid. Yeah. Uh, but then, you know, at the end of the party, exchange phone numbers, started texting a little bit, get to know each other. And I think the, for the first time that it was kind of like a real, like, oh, this is what dating a parent is going to be like. Eventually tried to make plans. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, we can do that in like a week or two when, <laughs> yeah. when, when Haley goes back with her mom. And uh, turns out, I didn't know this at the time, but it turns out that she was, she was up in Orlando. She grew up in South Florida. So okay. she was up in Orlando going to UCF and then working at the hotel part time. So, yeah, so she was kind of like, well, I'm moving in like three or four weeks back to South Florida. So (laughs) if you want to do anything, time limit. (laughs) All right. Two weeks ain't going to work, bro. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But, you know, like you said before, I had a support system, so I had a little bit of help. You know, I ended up being able to leave Haley with grandma for a little bit just to babysit. Nice. Got to see her, you know, one time. And then after Haley went back with her mom, then everything just kind of went into overdrive. We were like, all right, we're going to squeeze in as much time as we can mm-hmm. until you go back down. And honestly, it was just supposed to be like, all right, we're going to have fun for this month. And then we're done. You, you yeah. got to move 200 miles away. Right. And, uh, but we, we, we hit it off really good. You know, I worked for Hilton still, so... Mm-hmm. I was able to get hotels on the low low. There so, it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't always a three hour drive. It's like, yeah, right, let's go stay in Tampa. Let's meet right. in Palm Beach. Let's meet in Daytona. You know, you guys get serious. And, you know, the million dollar question is how did you know it was the right time to introduce her to your daughter? Yeah. I mean, as a, you know, as a parent, I don't think you can ever set like a set timeline. All right. I need mm-hmm. to be with somebody for a year. I need to be mm-hmm. with them for six months. I, every, relationship is different you know Mm -hmm. your connection is going to be different with every person i think it's more of a feeling that this person might be around for a while yeah you know it was it it was really important for me to not have women coming in and out of Haley's life for sure because you know dad's single and 23 years old and doing his thing like i I didn't want that at all so the fact that we were just kind of you know we were just kind of casually dating long distance meeting up in this you know hotel in this city and in that Mm -hmm. city it definitely slowed down the process you know like even any questions of her meeting Haley face to face Mm -hmm. um but I think I want to say it was you know it wasn't a regular thing but I think maybe like six seven months in it was okay 
daddy's friend is going to come over and we're going to have some Halloween candy and she's going to paint your nails and we're going to watch uh, movies. You know, okay. it, was, it was just like a one night, one thing. And then, you know, we were still long distance. So she wasn't coming around often. I don't think she saw her for a, a while after that. Oh. Yeah. And then uh, maybe about a, almost a year, I want to say, of kind of doing the long distance thing, seeing each other once or twice a month. Mm-hmm. I think we, you know, we, we were quote unquote casually dating, but I think we were both lying about how strong <laughs> we were for each other. Yeah, <laughs> you know? <for> real. yeah. <laughs> that like, casual oh, dating gets feelings hurt. Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not together, so I guess we can, you know, date other people. But right. Please don't do that to me. <laughs> so I, I didn't ever have to like. It wasn't a rush to like fully trust her to be, yeah. you know, in stepmom mode or anything, but. uh mm-hmm eventually it was just kind of like all right let's let's see if this can become something yeah you know so we she she came up for like a summer it was you know supposed to be a temporary thing and she just never left (laughs) (laughs) oh man so you know Haley seems like a daddy's girl man uh was there any initial jealousy when she found out that she was going to share your attention no not really you Mm. know she and I think, I think part of it is that like this is just kind of like the life she's always known. You okay. know, like her her older brothers have a different dad. Right. You know, so she knows. Okay, they've got a different dad. Sometimes they're with their dad. Sometimes they're here. Mm-hmm. So I have a different dad from them. Sometimes I'm here with them. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm here with dad. You know, I, I think. You know, it, it may not be the ideal situation, but I guess this day and age, it's something that's becoming more common. You know, yeah. just the, the blended families. Right. As, as long as you got a decent functioning relationship, mm-hmm. you know, between each other, even if you're, you know, it's your ex, mm-hmm. I think the, you can, you know, a kid can kind of navigate through that and come yeah. out okay on the other end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how long did it take for you to like fully trust your now wife um, with someone as precious as your kid, like leaving them one on one? Honestly, it, it was a, a while okay. before I ever even considered it. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, no knock on Britney. Yeah. 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 But to me, like, you know, when I start dating people as a single dad, mm-hmm. I never wanted to be, I never wanted to force parental duties on the other person yeah, exactly. you know yeah. i still considered myself a single dad i had okay. a girlfriend but i'm still a single dad yeah you know so once you and Brittany started getting even more serious and we're kind of taking those next steps were there any reactions or comments from your family your ex or Brittany's family uh with my family no just because mm-hmm. you know like i mentioned it's we, we have blended families mm-hmm. kind of always been normal on our end so right it you know it wasn't an issue at all on my side okay um britney's family i've never felt you, you can kind of tell when somebody's yeah. not you know 100 percent on board with you you know and mm-hmm. whether it was just me alone spending time with britney's family or me and Haley, yeah. they, they never made us feel like anything but family you know That's so i have no reason yeah, yeah i have no reason to think that they felt some type of way you know I, awesome. I think they were they were happy getting an instant grandbaby. Yeah. yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> Pro- props it. to them, man. To yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah, love them to death. You know, yeah. they're a second set of parents to me, really, that's, at this point. That's dope, man. Haley's mom, though, that was yeah. that was a little bit of a different story mm. initially. Okay, you know, it's 
she like like you mentioned earlier you know being protective of your child she definitely had more of that you know mama bear wanted to protect her kid didn't want people around her um but i think it's just something that was just kind of you know they don't have a relationship with each other Brittany and Haley's mom but yeah they have each other's phone numbers Mm -hmm. um you know in times of need we've helped out like i remember her like one of the hurricanes that hit a while back and like her mom lost power so like she lost all the food in her fridge oh. and you know we, we helped out we got them some groceries once they got their power back on and like not just that but like Brittany made uh, uh, lasagna and like a uh. bunch of different meals just so that she had you know meals ready to go she didn't That's have to kind of start from scratch yeah it's been 10 years at this point so i think she knows that you know Mm -hmm. Haley is important to britney and the the other way around too so really so no issues after some time that's awesome man good um so you know we all have different parenting styles even from those of your partner how do you as you know the biological parent allow britney to raise and discipline your daughter yeah it's it's funny i had a, a friend recently asked me something similar but the roles are reversed in that situation oh, so okay he, uh, he, he's in a relationship with the woman that's already a mother and he was just kind of like struggling with how to be a stepdad basically so he was yeah. just kinda, he wanted to reach out to me having the situation that i'm in and just asking how Brittany handles it you know yeah and like to be honest, man, Haley is always been just a perfectly well-behaved kid. You know? Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's rare that I have to discipline her. You yeah, know? like right. I, f- I feel like you know, people ask me for like advice sometimes, and I'm like, man, I'm playing this parenting game on easy mode. <laughs> yeah. I'm the wrong person to ask. Like, oh, man, I got a cheat code. <laughs> yeah, 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 for real. You know, but um, I think it's just like I never forced parental responsibilities on her. Like I I never, she never had to be the bad cop, you know, she was kind of the person on the sideline, you know, if if I had to put my foot down, she was never going behind my back and helping Haley out, Yeah, you know, but she was just kind of like, sorry, that's, that's what your dad said, you know? So she never really had to, Mm -hmm. um, eventually, a situation's going to come up where for whatever reason, like I need to go. Yeah. Haley's with me and Brittany's there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, I made it clean. You know, I, you know, I had a little talk with Haley and I was like, you know, Brittany's in charge. You need to make sure that you give her the same respect that you give me. You know, at that point I, I trusted Brittany's judgment enough. We were together for a couple of years. She was around Haley a lot. You know, they had already, they already established a relationship. It wasn't like she was just, fresh off the streets and telling her how, you know, what to do and what not to do. Right. So, you know, as a single parent, what are some traits that you saw in Brittany early on that you knew that she could be the one as far as building a successful relationship, not only with you, but also with your daughter? Honestly, I, I think it's, you, 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 said earlier i think before the mics got on how you know challenging it is to be a new dad Mm -hmm. it's it's not easy whether you're whether it's your first kid your fourth kid like it never gets easy i feel like yeah so i I feel like you just want the same traits you would look for in a long-term partner okay just an overall good person i think that's kind of what you look for in someone that you might want to step into you know step parent role role okay 
you know i yeah like i've said it before i never forced her into parental duties mm-hmm. yeah, i'm i'm the single dad she's mm-hmm. just my girlfriend mm-hmm. you know obviously that part person has to be okay with the kid being around a lot yeah, yeah. and understand that no matter how crazy in love I am with you, like at the drop of a dime, if a decision needs to be made, like the child's needs are always going to come first. Yeah. Yeah. That whether it's, I need to cancel this date last minute because something came up or Mm -hmm. we can't take that trip because I just got to, you know, I got, I got to take her to the doctor or something happened, whatever the case may be like, you, you know, the kid is 1A and you're my 1B. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's as good yeah. as it's going to get for you. No. You have to understand that. Right, right. And, you know, it's a catch-22 because, you know, even being a step-parent, you're going to be a little salty about it, but you how can you not appreciate that? Because if that's someone you end up having a future child with, you got to understand, okay, you got to at least put my child first and hold them in high regard and not always just kind of push them to the bottom, so. Right. So exactly. just a tough one. Yeah. 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 But, you know, she, she rolled with the punches, kind of mm-hmm. went with the flow whenever she had to. Mm-hmm. I don't, I would never expect someone I get into a relationship to immediately fall in love with my child and treat them as their own. Yeah. You man. know, I, I think that's unreasonable expectation mm-hmm. to set on someone who's yeah. just a boyfriend or girlfriend, mm-hmm. you know? And then really just like over the years, just watching. Britney fall in love with Haley and Haley fall in love with her was a big part of, you know, what, what really made me look at Britney and be like, okay, this can be something serious. Word. Word. You know? Definitely makes it easier, man. So, Hey, we really appreciate you, Rich. Cause we've had, we've had, well, Chappelle's actually a, a step parent. So we've kind of heard mm-hmm. the, um, the angle from the step parent side, but we haven't had the other side and uh, yeah. the challenges and the, tough part about finding a partner to you know love you and your child so especially yeah, sure. you know from a male's perspective so we really appreciate you coming on to give us some time and dropping those gems on us brother yeah absolutely man yeah man hey man you got a podcast voice bro we're gonna have to bring you back <laughs> on man get some of our lady listeners up bro hey. <laughs> tell Brittany just hey. let us borrow you man a little from time yeah. to time <laughs> But man, it was good catching up with you, bro. Um, oh, same, man. Yeah, it's been forever, dog. But uh, hey, next time in Orlando, man, we'll have to, you know, yeah, kick some brewskis right, back, man. Catch up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Watch a Gators game. Or something. Already. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my boy. Well, you stay safe out here, man, and we'll be in touch. All right, man. Take it easy. Right, Thanks bro. for having me. Right. No doubt, man. Be good. So we are at the end of the show into the shout out segment. Uh, so I have a few shout outs this evening. So I want to give a shout out to my dog, Rich, for stopping by to chop it up and put the fellas on some game. Um, also want to shout out to the parents fighting back against the Waukesha School District in Wisconsin, uh, which has opted out of free and reduced price meals, saying students could become spoiled. Man, scary places we're going in this country. But keep fighting a good fight, parents. Uh, Our shout-out message this evening is going to come from the late Kobe Bean Bryant. His birthday was this past Monday. So soak up this gym, and uh, we'll be back at you next week. Peace. Once upon a time, there was a young basketball player who had dreams of becoming one of the greatest basketball players of all time. My name is Kobe Bryant, 17 years old the hunger, the motivation, and the desire to be the best possible basketball player that I could be. He worked day and night. 
every day for years and years and years and years and years. As time went on, 20 years had passed. And he felt that he had accomplished all that he set out to accomplish. But what he come to realize is that the goal that he set out initially of becoming the greatest of all time was a very fickle one. And what he realized that the most important thing in life is how your career moves and touches those around you and how it carries forward to the next generation. But he realized that's what makes true greatness. The story would be about transformation of a kid looking inwardly to then growing up and understanding the importance and the power he's looking out with. Thank you, thank you. It has been another episode of Washed Up Boys. It's your boy C. Rose. It's your boy KG. And we appreciate you tuning in. Make sure you follow, like, subscribe. Tell your mama, tell your brother, tell your cousin, tell your... Gee, I ain't forgetting nobody, right? You all good, my brother. All right, man. So tune in next week. We're going to have another crazy episode. And we are out. Peace.